Hey everyone, I know you've heard me speak about microdosing and how much I love it. And I'm talking about microdosing THC. I love it. And that's why I love our sponsor, microdose.com. Microdose gummies are incredible. They deliver perfect entry-level doses of THC that help you feel just the right amount of good. And when I mean just the right amount of good, I mean in so many situations, anxiety, sleep, focus, pain, relaxation. There are so many different strains and they're really helpful. And I have recommended microdose.com to so many people. And you know what they say to me? Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Don't be afraid of microdosing. Go to microdose.com and you'll learn all about microdosing THC. These gummies feel amazing. They taste amazing. I have used them to get me into the zone I need to write. I've used them at night after a stressful day or a stressful show to relax. I have also said to family members, please take a gummy right now. And they've said, oh, good idea. So check it out. Check it out because they're fantastic. And I'm not like a big weed person. I mean, I used to be. And I do enjoy, I do enjoy weed every now and then, but I love, I love these gummies and I take them with me everywhere. So check it out. Don't be afraid. They're all natural. They're fantastic. And you deserve it. So what are you going to do? You're going to do something that is fantastic. You're going to get 30% off your first order. 30% off. That's a lot. Plus free shipping today at microdose.com. Use promo code Judy Gold, J-U-D-Y-G-O-L-D. It's available nationwide. They deliver it to your door. That is microdose.com, promo code Judy Gold for 30% off and free shipping. Do it. Go to microdose.com, promo code Judy Gold. You deserve it. You deserve it. And you know what else? You're welcome. You're listening to Kill Me Now with Judy Gold. Well, I don't see the point in waiting any longer. Let's bring her out. A star attraction. The one you came to see. Ladies and gentlemen, the one, the only, Miss Judy Gold. Okay, so... um, Good talk. Thank nice you. Story. Take care. Then nice you go. Story. Yes. Now you're still uh, in the closet. No, no, I'm not. Uh, it, it, goodbye, girl. Are we, are we talking nose job time or good boy girl time? I'm talking good boy. I girl. came out when I, I, I let I let everybody know my family know when I was 25. Right. This is this is goodbye. No, 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 no. My 25, but I did not let my older brother know until right. I was 36. Right. Because he was saying, "So, are you trying to get with Bernadette Peters?" Oh my God! <laughs> and I said, "He well, sounds smart and really with you he's know, smart. He's yeah. smart, but he, <laughs> like psycholo- like you know, oh, I, emotionally." <laughs> All right. No, no, it, it, it uh, but we finally got it. Uh, right. We finally got it straightened and out, you, so to speak. Uh, you know, and then you did Footloose. Yes, I was an understudy on for five that, five me, roles. Let me tell you That's something. Awesome. That is the fucking hardest job. Five tracks, yeah. 
that you have to know five show. and and know okay you could go in in like 30 seconds you know right no well i wasn't I, dancing though i was right. i was i was in a it doesn't matter yeah. you know every one of their lines you and you got to know everything yeah how, how do you fucking do that you memorize the whole show right I, I, it was so much easier for me to memorize the whole show rather right. than just my parts right. within the show and that's cuz i'm i'm pretty you know what do they call it add now i right. was always kind of distracted so right same I just had to. I had to memorize the whole thing, and uh, and how did you do thing, that? Did you just listen to? Well, yeah, I, you just listen to it, and you and you do it. You go in a, I, a couple of times. I would re- rent a rehearsal room, right, and just do every track, right. It wasn't so much doing the track, the the words, and what you do on stage. What used to screw me up was where do I go when I go off stage right. to change for each? Because every right. time a character, you go somewhere else, and they right. change, and that. And I'd end up on the wrong side of the stage, and they oh. go, over here, over here. Yeah. And you're like, fuck you. You fucking do this. You, you yeah, fuck five parts. So did you go on a lot? A lot. I went on for um, I went on for the coach a lot. The guy playing the coach understudied the reverend a lot. Ooh. Okay. I understudied the reverend. They only let me do it three times, and I was fucking brilliant. But um, uh, coach- You'd the, be a great reverend. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. I mean it in real the coach, life. The coach cuz you get the young boys. All right, go ahead. <laughs> That's a I'm priest. kidding. I'm kidding. All oh, right, whatever. All right, so either or. Yeah. It, sure. It involves it involves comforting. Um okay, uh, so then So anyway, you're, you're in understudy. In understudy. But, I'm on all the time. I you know, I'm, but all, were I'm you, for five roles. After Goodbye Girl didn't went goodbye yeah. were you in a depression were you like oh no because okay. i immediately then did uh merrily we roll along on right. broadway with sondheim and i right. was working with steven sondheim wow you know we did that at the york theater and i was doing stand-up right. going back into college so at this time i realized that if you just stay diversified right. in this business right theater a show ends you go right you work. gotta start again you, you gotta go work create, Vegas for create, a couple of weeks. create 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 and be know? out there like there's so many people who are like eh, i can't get in it's like then go fucking take a class do something yeah. creative okay yeah just stop whining about it yeah, and get out exactly there. you then, don't and you don't know what's going to come to you till you get out there right and you don't know who you're going to meet exactly so then you do you're in town yeah, there was there was a, a couple oh, of things before yeah. that, but but uh, yeah, you're in town, uh, two thousand one, two thousand. Yeah. yeah, that yeah. was a major, major, yeah. and it was an off Broadway. I had no idea. You know, they never tell me anything. Right. I thought, and I was frustrated because I wasn't getting any theater parts. So I saw this thing in the breakdowns. You're in town. I called my agent and said, "Send me out for this. You're in town." Yeah. Because I wanted to get something. I wasn't right. going to do a show called You're in Town. And how come your agent doesn't know to send you out? Oh, no, they were sending me oh, out, but right, I wasn't exactly. getting anything. Right. But this was a little off-Broadway in a right. church thing. It right. was a, a letter of agreement, $400. Right. right. And I, said, I just want to get something just to right. feel. So I go in and I get it, and they say, okay, you you got it. I didn't hear from them. For, right. First of all, I didn't hear from them for six weeks, and I went, fuck, I, I didn't fuck, even get your you intel. fucking asshole. Yeah. Right? They call me. They say, you want, we want you to play this part, which I didn't audition for. And uh, so I go to the first day of rehearsal, thinking I'm not going to do it. And I'm like, what is John Cullum doing here? Wow. What is Nancy Opal and Jeff yeah. McCarthy and, right. and uh, Hunter Foster, who I had done Footloose with? I was like, what is going on here? Right. We're all working for $400 right. in a church. What the? Right. And there was this whole plan. It was this Friends Festival show I knew nothing about. Right. And It's always good uh, when you know nothing, because then you nothing. have no pressure on yourself. No pressure. No, I'm good, because I would have talked myself out of it. So and then all of a sudden it started getting a, become a hit and then boom hey guess what we're going to Broadway get the fuck out of right. here right 
so that. great. Completely. Uh, and it ran. And then I said, you're in, well, that's going to run for six right. months with a show. Ran for three years. Three years on the, on the Broadway. And you'd go to the cellar. And I'd go to the cellar yeah. afterwards. Yeah. When I was doing The Good Bug, or Martin Short used to come down to the cellar. Oh. After the, We're going to go see Rick Crumb. Because he, oh. can, he can never pronounce my name. Rick Crumb. <laughs> and you know Esty loves when the celebrities come in. Uh, and well, Manny. At the oh, time, yeah, Manny. He was the guy. I love Manny. Oh. He was a sweetie. All right. So uh, you also provided material for the Crystal Palace Theater in Aspen? Yes. Oh, I would have brought something to play if I knew you were going to mention that. Oh. Yes. So what what was that? Were you but you weren't there. You no. would just send shit over there? I would write songs. You see, after I'd done my first off-Broadway show, right. one of the other things I was doing is I was writing these topical reviews or, or I kept writing musical reviews. Right. And um somebody introduced me to them and their whole theme was famous people things in the news current trends. Right. And I could write songs about things like that so i started writing the material for them specifically i'd write right. 10 15 songs a season for them and uh then i had all these songs uh that i and who th- would perform them they the crystal palace was this wonderful theater uh since 1957 and uh the, the year of your birth the year of my birth yeah same as my brother yeah, and yeah. then uh they the waiters and waitresses the staff, eleven people in this beautiful old right. theater. Uh, it was like they do a dinner show and, and like a review, and they would do a review, and they would do songs about famous people, things in the news, current trends, and that I wrote for them for fifteen or that's more amazing. Years. And from those songs came musical the musical, right? Which because, I was gonna get to. All right, but what I'm saying, I, I wrote those, and I and then, right. then I had like uh, I would present them here as uh, like. Our Life and Times review, or right. a What in the World, these are all... Right. So that's how that happened. So you started doing musical, and the still, musical. Yes. And... It was called What in the World. Right. And then they changed it to musical, the musical, which I've never actually liked that title. Right. But and where was that performed? And it was performed for a long time. It's still running. I mean, it still, still runs, yeah. Still running. We just had our 20... 500th performance. No way. Congrats. We're one of the top 10 off-Broadway, longest-running off-Broadway awesome. musicals. That's yeah. fucking And you have to continue, you have to keep that shit up. I keep it, uh, I don't do it as much as I used to. We have right. other contributors now, but I used to write the whole thing. Wow. Ooh. But yes, uh, famous people, things in the news, current trends, lots of pop culture now. Now, I, 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 I don't provide. remember yeah. uh, finding out you were a Republican years and years ago i was leaning right right i was not a republican right. in terms of a uh uh you know socially uh, yeah yeah i was not a republican registered kind right. of thing right i but, got yeah go, go ahead. ahead no go well it was weird because i had been a, a, an ultra liberal all my life right and then you about 20 years ago 40 years something happens i think and it's not a good thing that happens you, right you start to th- take stock of, Jesus, well, you know, I'm paying all of my health insurance. Right. I'm paying all of my Social Security. Nobody gives me anything. Right. You know, I'm blah, blah, blah. And, you, and you can fall into this dark space, which I did. Right. I did. I mean, I, I, I'm being from the Midwest, it's very easy to say, it's very normal to say, you know, if you got a problem, fix the goddamn right. problem. You know, don't come to me for... And, you know, being around... Manny in the cellar where they right. were all relatively conservative. Yeah, very conservative. Jews. Not socially conservative. No, no, no. no but not in terms fiscally, of the gay, yeah. but fiscally. Yeah. 
All right. But I so I fell into that space for a, a, a few years. Right. And uh, yeah, I mean, now I'm happy to announce that I'm I'm normal again. Oh <laughs> God! Thank God! You went I'm to normal. rehab. You went I, to repal. Yes. Um, no, I. You know, because there's one thing to be socially conservative about. Let's fiscally not right. do this. Let's fiscally be practical. Right. Uh, uh, and uh, there's another thing to be to say. Um, Oh, I've lost my train of thought. Um, it's okay. So I have politics, this to me all the time. Uh, it's yeah. a spectrum. Well, you know, what the Republicans did is they went nuts. Yeah, they're fucking crazy. There was always this uh, theocratic yeah. thing, which used to be the, the Dixiecrats. Right. Then they took over the Republican Party. Right. And now, and now it's... Like this, there's no Olympia know. Snow anymore. No. You no. know, she was... Uh, or Christy Todd Whitman. Right. Christy Todd Whitman. Who, who was lovely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. you can be right. You can be right of center because right. you you also know that there are these people who are just so super sensitive on the left. You can't even right. you can't even make a joke anymore. Well, that's that's my whole yeah. Right. That's a lot of my act now because sure. I am fucking sick of it. You get the fuck over it, you yeah. know. And and it's interesting because you know, fucking asshole is president, you know. Mm-hmm. And when I when I make an asshole when i make a joke about orange fuckface mm-hmm. right and it's just a joke you know like you don't have yeah. to be a, a liberal to laugh at the joke it's a joke right. like, i mean you know listen you're always they, there. Yeah, they don't mm-hmm. laugh they can't laugh they attack no. they attack it's like fuck you he didn't fuck you. Uh, yeah you and get... it's like fuck you I, I like i had a woman in my audience who's like i love him he really loves this country, mm-hmm. and I'm like, you're fu- you're a woman. He, what the fuck? Like, how stupid? I can't. I, I know they go into this denial place. They oh, don't yeah. see it. I don't see it. You know, I, I think sometimes those uh, uh, on the liberals don't. We don't see right. We don't see what we don't want to see right. You know, uh, but uh, people are so sensitive now. Right. You can't. See, you uh, people Did always. When- I wrote this song. I wrote mm-hmm. this song once uh, for the Crystal Palace. Remember when Hillary Clinton uh, no. was, yeah. ra- you remember her? Yeah. She was running for the Senate. Yes. Up, she was upstate, she was in Elmhurst or something like that. She happened to allude to the fact that there might be some Jewish blood in her lineage. No way. Yes. And everybody gave her shit about it. Right. You know, she was doing the political thing. Sorry, you know, da, da, da. Yeah. So it was very funny, and I wrote this song for Hillary to sing called Have I Ever Mentioned That I'm Jewish? Right. <laughs> you know, That's Have hilarious. I Ever Mentioned That I'm Jewish? Oh, sure. See how my star of David fits. <laughs> We, we changed our name at Alice Island. Rodham used to be Radomowitz. Oh, I love that. <laughs> I like to go Kefelta fishing. Uh, instead of hi, I say so new. Uh, plus, I'm a friend of Barbara Streisand. So both for me because I'm a Jew. Da, 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 da. All right. All right. Stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. right? if that's, I'm talking about her husband. You know, if that's right. slimmy, it won't stop his stripping. I'll give that schmuck another brisk. You know. So I'm using all sorts of Yiddish things. <laughs> right. That's great. I'll send you the CD. You can cut it in yeah. if you want. Yeah, all right. Um, or I'll send the, but uh, um, so they were doing the, at, at uh, the Crystal Palace. This woman almost brought litigation. She no said, way! That's an anti-Semitic song. Oh but, my but, God! But, I can't. Do you yeah. know how many times I've gotten right. that? Anti-Semitic. Yeah. Uh, it's turns like, out, fuck you. turns out, she wasn't even Jewish. Right. Oh, the woman who said. Yeah. <laughs> she was mad for the Jews. Okay. Do you know how many oh. times oh I've been called? Why do you say that? 
what? You don't know what they... And I'm like, oh my God, I got yelled at. I did Leno and I did uh, my mother and someone, you know, I used to have that Anne Frank joke, oh, which yeah. I still love. I love that um, joke. That's such a good one of my favorite jokes. I tell that to my students sometimes. Uh, that's great. I'll too. come in and tell them oh. if you ever want me to. Absolutely. It's one of my favorite jokes about when I visited the Anne Frank house and then, <laughs> and how we would have gotten caught because my mother wouldn't shut the fuck up. Anyway, so... Because you couldn't wash, wash a, a dish. Wash a goddamn dish! They're here! They're knocking! Mom, the Nazis. I know! Uh, do you so, do that? Do you do like a lesson on pushing done. the envelope? Okay, and use I was a dad. So, I thought it was on topic. Yeah. All right, whatever. Hennessy, it's time to shut the fuck up! Um, but <laughs> I have had, when I did Leno and it was like complaints about that joke, she imitates her mother and it's anti. It's, that's how my mother talks, you know? Here's a recording. Yeah. Hello? Oh. All right. Sorry. Yeah. Um, when did you, go ahead. Yes, when sorry. did you come out on stage? Not for a long time. Right. I would, I would always allude to it. Right. From the very beginning, I would do jokes like, you know, uh, about my coach, Mr. Mulvaney, he said, right. Rick, take a lap. So I joined him in his chair. Right. And uh, yeah. probably a mistake. He's, he's still writing to me. You know, the, yeah. just little, yeah, little, little, shit. little yeah. things like that. Because you, you had to see, because I remember before I came out, I d did a whole joke about my lesbian roommates because mm -hmm. uh. I had lesbian roommates in LA and they were all like, you know, you know, with the nose rings and all this shit. And I was, and it was a little tease, you know, like, um, I, I associate with the gay. You know what I mean? I'm gay. You know, yeah. it's on my mind. You know. Yeah, I, I think that uh, we knew. <laughs> yeah. As you've said in in many times before, you know, you don't want to be a gay comedian. Right. You just want to be a comedian who happens to be right. gay right. and not have to make a big apology for right. it every time you want to talk about or it. Or that you have yeah. gay people come and are like, "Why are you talking about being gay?" And it's like, "Cause yeah. I have uh, other issues in my life." Yeah, because I'm. Yeah. Because I got a lousy deal on this salami right. that I want to talk right. about. That's right. which to me is hilarious. So what? what but, uh, and also kind of gay. Yeah. yeah. Also, <laughs> ah. and I love salami. Up oh, who doesn't yeah. love it? Yeah. I uh, no, I'm a, I'm a top. I push the salami. Hey. hey. Good night, everyone. Is the salami kosher? <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> no, but I I really didn't start talking about it till about ten years ago. Wow. I just, you know when there's when that Louis scene came out. Yeah, well, when, I was just going to get to right. that. Well, that's. Yeah. At that point, I went, well, what, what's yeah, the difference? Yeah, you can't. Yeah, who, yeah. What's the difference? I mean, it was my kids that made me, you know, having a child, so that I had to come out in the mid-90s. I was like, yeah, you know, but it was fine. But, but when that, you're in your 20s and 30s, though, yeah. you think, I want the sitcom and the right. movie career. I right. want all of that stuff. And if I come out, especially back then, yeah. it was, it's over. Right. Because then you become known as the gay who, comic, right? And know? who's going to sexually harass you? Seriously, so you yeah. you can't fuck you, you can't Harvey Weinstein because yeah. he's straight. <laughs> um, by the oh, way, I used to say, "Show me the dick, I'll yeah. suck it." If that's gonna if that's gonna take, uh, uh, right, you know. Right. You know what Elisa calls me now? Harvey Weinstein with clothes on. Oh, for okay. Sake. So um, it's a terrible thing to say. I know. So where? What? Because I'm like, get over here. You know? And she's like, you're like Harvey Weinstein with clothes on. All right. So she, oh, it's role play. Um, hey everyone, did you know that Fast Growing Trees is the biggest online nursery in the United States with more than ten thousand different kinds of plants and over two million happy customers in the United States? And I'm one of them. You're listening to one of them. 
Fast-growing trees has everything you could possibly want, like fruit trees, palm trees, evergreens, house plants, and so much more. Whatever you're interested in, they have it for you. Find the perfect fit for your climate and your space. Fast-growing trees makes it easy to order online, and your plants are shipped directly to your door in one to two days. And along with their 30-day Alive and Thrive guarantee, they offer free plant consultation forever forever. I just want you to know that I just got off a plane and I walked in my apartment. What was the first thing I did is I came in and said hi to Avi, my fig tree. I'm telling you, and I have Yael, which is another plant, but fast growing trees has changed my atmosphere here in my apartment. You don't need a lot of space, but they do have, you know, they have stuff for outdoor spaces, but I live in an apartment and I'm telling you, Avi and Yael, yes, they're both Jewish names, Hebrew. The space looks so much better. And I just had a conversation with Avi. Like, I was like, I missed you. I love having living things here. It's very, very, I don't know, it's made this more of a home. It's the best. And Elisa has some too. And she loves them. And she talks to them too. But she got that from me. Anyway, check out Fast Growing Trees. You need to be around plant life. This spring, they have the best deals online, up to half off on select plants and other deals. And listeners to our show get an additional 15% off their first purchase when using the code Judy Gold, J-U-D-Y-G-O-L-D, at checkout. That's an additional 15% off at FastGrowingTrees.com using the code Judy Gold at checkout. FastGrowingTrees.com, code Judy Gold. Offer is valid for a limited time. Terms and conditions may apply. You're welcome. So you uh, get this part in Louis as one of his friends. And during this poker game, Mm -hmm. uh, someone calls you a faggot. Nick DiPaolo. Yeah. Well, it's just (laughs) shocking. Someone, and he calls you a faggot. And you... Give them sort of a... Is that your phone? I thought it was off. I, I do apologize. That's um, age. And you give a speech about where the word faggot comes from. Yes, this is interesting because yeah. the way that... Uh, I'll condense it as much as I can. Uh, I had... We used to sit around the table at the comedy cellar. Yeah. And uh, they would ask me all the gay stuff. Right. All the comics. And I would tell them. Right. It just... Very matter of fact, and right. they would squeal like little girls. Right. And Louis thought that was hilarious. Right. One of the stories I taught was the urban legend about the origin of the word faggot. Right. And also it was the thing about the the um, sex club, the masturbation club. Right. These are sto- these are actual stories that right. I. Louis remembered them, and he ran into me at the cellar when he was doing his first season, and right. he said, "Hey, tell me those stories again." So I told told him, and then he said, "I'm going to put those in the show." He wrote. A, he said, "I'm going to write a script, right. and would you play you?" And he said, "Sure." So um, uh, that's how that happened, and uh, how we we got uh, you know again something from the past that all of a sudden is a reality. Right, We're just right, recre- right. recreating that feeling, right. and mm-hmm. those stories. I played a lesbian on that show. Did, no, yeah, no, it's a stretch. But it's I such passed. an interesting, you know, like it's it, you take the word faggot. Yeah. Okay, I mean, I've been calling. First of all, fag to me growing up was because I was a band fag. Like, that was it. You were a band fag. And it didn't have any, mm. like, I was just mm-hmm. in the band and we were faggy, meaning like we how were nerd. nerdy. nerdy yeah. yes. Band nerd. Band sure. Nerd, fan, fan. And then um, 
and then like the word faggot it's mm. so there's it's that fricative it's like the plosives on it's it. the yeah. it's the t- you know t- and i you know i've called my gay male fr- i mean i have so many gay male friends i'm like hey faggy hey fa-, mm. you know and it's just a thing and they're like hey dykey mm-hmm. and hey you yeah. know lezzy and whatever that's a community but thing when you hear a straight guy or a straight person i mean mm-hmm. say the word faggot it is it's i don't know it, it's like a fucking it's a knife in, yeah mm-hmm. it's a knife in the gut but they don't see it that way right. because you know straight guys all men go through a phase of where they have to assert their masculinity right. and right. one way to do that is to emasculate right the other person right so by by saying you're a faggot or you're you're gay or you're, right. you're they go well i'm not making fun of gay people i'm just i'm just calling my friend a faggot so right. so i can be more dominant over right. him. this that's a psychology right right so uh but there's no sensitivity to that. well what about the real faggots in right. the room right right exactly <laughs> you know? so uh and the one, the line might, that gets me is when yeah. you say uh, you know that is what a gay man hears when he's being beaten up mm-hmm. over and over again faggot yeah. faggot 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 and I just said it over and over again. But it's really, I love that scene. Thank because you. I, yeah. all those guys, like, you know, I love them. You know, mm-hmm. I love Nick and, mm-hmm. and, and uh, Jim and Louie and Eddie. And, you know, it's just, yeah. It, 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 and I don't think they're anti-gay. No, they're not. Yeah. And, and they're 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 sweet people and people don't that relationship with Nick on the screen right. is kind of what we have. Right. We, we really like each other, right. Nick and I. And he would never say anything to purposely right. hurt me. And it's a wonderful oh sorry. Wonderful uh thing at the end of that scene where I kiss him on the head. Yes, I love that. Because you win. You win on that. I win the scene. Yeah. I win the scene. It's like, yeah. But isn't it interesting that now this is like eight years ago that scene yeah. is until that point, people would use the word faggot gratuitously. Right. And uh, we did that that scene, and uh, now people re-examined it. Right. And they went, oh. changed. Uh-huh. Oh, it's like, you know, they used to tell Polish jokes on Johnny Carson all right, the time. Right, 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 right. And he'd use the word Polak. And right. Polak, this. Mm-hmm. And then people went, hey, that's hurting our feelings. And they right. stopped. Uh-huh. We went through that as comedians, I think. And so many young comics came up to me after that scene and said, I'm not using that word so much anymore. Right. And, I, and I don't want to be the gay police and say, you can never use that word. It's like, if you're going to use it, have a good reason to right, use right, it. Right, 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 right. Yeah, I believe in freedom you know, of speech. Absolutely. I, why, but that's I mean, when why Louis, that's... When Louis does that thing, uh, sorry, does that thing about, you know, uh, get down there and suck that uh, and yeah. suck my dick, you faggot. You know, right. it's it makes, it makes sense because right. he's making fun of the word. But Louis was going through, at the time, he was getting shit for using the word. right. So he legitimately wanted to discuss. Right. Should we? Right. And that's what that scene. And it's a great. It's great. Uh, addressed, and I think it, it served, and it changed the conversation. Yeah. The fa- absolutely. And the yeah. fact that you were around all those blue collar guys, you know, yeah. there's so many people uh, who who only um, ingest mainstream media and things, and they see them, and they kind of want to be like them, you know. Uh-huh. Uh, and having them listening to you so intently, and it, 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 I. It, it changed the paradigm of how men feel, like of how I wow. feel around men. And uh, I can't, I mean, Jesus Christ. That yeah. was so effective. I loved it. I loved it. For, for, yeah. the, douche, for the douchebags, the enlightened douchebags, sort of. You know? Yeah. And it, because men are um, 
what's the word? Stupid. Assholes? Threatened. No, no. I think, I know, I think that kidding. we have because uh, uh, we just had this thing where we block out the rest of the world and this, you know, it all circles around our masculinity. And, oh, Donald and, Trump and Donald yeah. Trump and Donald Trump and Donald Trump. Yeah. So this okay. is, uh, it was, and whether the, the actual, because there are some questions as to whether the origin of the word is what I said it was, because it was an urban legend at the time. Right. Some linguists were like, not exactly, blah, blah, right. blah. And it, it was like, it doesn't matter. It The feeling was expressed. Right, 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 And right. people reconsidered their use of making you other than and right. saying, you, you know, oh, you are just a faggot. Right. Right. So, um, now, so anyway, you, I'm sorry. That was that got a little deep, didn't it? No, I love that. That's great. Um, you have a documentary out uh, coming, coming out, out in uh, November, I guess, 12th. 12th. 12th and 13th yeah. at the IFC Center. Um, and it's called O'Rick. Yes. <laughs> and I, I was, I don't even know, I didn't see it, so I know that they interviewed me. So I'm You are in it? For like 30 seconds. More, no, more than that. <laughs> really? More than that. There's, there's, oh, I'll give you a little teaser. Yeah. Because I, I don't like to, Yeah. you know, it's, I'm kind of close to it, so I don't yeah. sit there. How how bad would it be if I sat there and masturbated over my yeah. own documentary? I would ah, do it. But it's tough though because you have to talk about it. Right. Yeah. But we have a you lovely section in, in there where we discuss being a gay comedian in the eighties and stuff. And there's and you have a lot to say. Oh, okay. And I have a lot to say. And there's Jim David and Wanda Sykes. And right. It's awesome. a it's a it's a very informative, right. nice little section. So, oh, good. So so. Uh, but it's it's about the history of. Yeah. Now me. you. Uh, did, it wasn't your idea, this doc. No. It was Dustin's, right? Dustin Sussman, who was... Yeah. <laughs> he's one of... Uh, uh, you know, he's an actor and a, and a comedian, and right. he came through. He, he did my comedy workshop, and apparently he thought I, I was interesting right. in a way, and uh, that he said, well, let, can I just, like, video right. some interviews with you? And, you know, and that started leading to... Uh, he th- I think there's a, a whole thing here. Right. So uh, he started filming and talking about to all the other comedians and right. When's that going to happen to me? Me, 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 me. I'm kidding. It should. Um, it so should. I was, and and, and uh, were you ideas. involved in this process of uh, editing or anything like no. that? It's all him. No, it, it, Dustin uh, Sussman and uh, no, Dustin uh, shot it. Aaron Rosenblum and they. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And it, you know we shot it for like three years. Right. Didn't I don't think they knew what it was going to be. Right. They just thought this is interesting. Let's right. let's shoot. And uh, uh, so I didn't have anything to do with uh, other than just being me. Right. And they would ask me about the philosophy of being a guy in show business who's not famous. Right. But uh, well being, respected. Uh, well, and yeah. A middle known. class show business. Yeah. That was great. Right. And you made your life legendary. Doing, you, know, you know, not famous but legendary. Okay. I mean, that's pretty fucking cool. Well, but also... If you, if, you, if you get old enough, you're legendary. Yeah. But, no. but, I know. Uh, I get that now in my intro. She's a le- I'm like, shut the fuck yeah. up, okay? I mean, I think it's... You love it. If, if it ha- does anything, it just... VP. I, I think I'm proud of the fact that it, it it's an uplifting message that you right. don't have to be a big star in order to have a fulfilling show business life. Right. Or a fulfilling life. Right. You know. Exactly. And um, so... There's a, and there's a lot of great guests in it. Yeah, it's going to be great. Now, uh, what's her name? At- uh, Atsuko, Atsuko Ataka, Ataki. Atsuko Ataki. Right. And, uh, you know what I want right now? What? Sushi. 
All yeah. right, so um, she's wonderful. And Hyunju Kim, I guess. Were the Kimmy, producers. yes. Yeah. yeah. Kimmy. Okay. She, she's she's one of the producers. So uh, we ask our guests. First yeah. of all, I love you. You're great. I love you. Um, and you have to do. Can you? Will you promise you'll do a little intro for our show? I I'll do the whole thing. Right. Oh my god, I love you so much. Um, Coming we, up on Judy's show. Oh, <laughs> we'll be right back. We can do the 1950s one with the yeah. thanks, Judy. This show is brought to you by yes, I Mas, love- Mass and Gill Douche, the douche of every housewife. Or <laughs> I love that. Um, this is Judy's show. Ooh, I love it. Um, Radio drop. You, we ask two questions to all our guests. Mm-hmm. I know the answer to one. We always ask if you've ever been on any antidepressants. Yes. Are you on now? No. God, I'm trying to get off. What What were you on? I was on. Uh, I I did Prozac for a week. That was too much. Yeah. Too much for me. Uh, Wellbutrin was good for yeah, a while. Yes, so I have. I'm on Wellbutrin. That's yeah. Wellbutrin, <clears throat> and I think the last thing I was on was um, uh, su- su- Seroquel. No. Su- no. Um, I'll think about it. D. I can't remember the last one. But so you go on. One of the effects sir, of it is you lose your memory. Hey, so. <laughs> you go on. Uh, Cymbalta. I was in Cymbalta. Oh, yeah. I that was the on last that. one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's good for pain, too. Okay. Yeah. So, and, and premature ejaculation. Really? Did you know that? No, because I've never had that issue. Oh, yes. It's uh, an amazing thing. Those of you at home. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wait, you two so, can come too early. Yeah. So you've been on. What was the longest you were on? I think five years. Wow, and then how'd you get off? I just stopped. I just said that's enough. I can't. I can't. Uh, I. You know why I want to get off? Because I can't. I. I take. I just don't want to fucking think about it. Oh my god, I have to take my pill. But mm-hmm. then I realize I need them. So there's nothing I can you know, fucking do about well, it. Well, it's it, it, what I found is a as a writer as creative. When I was on the antidepressants, I couldn't get in there. I couldn't oh. get into the space. Oh really? It was just like a test pattern. Oh yeah, no. You know, so. Um, what pisses you off? Oh. The mo- like fucking makes you want to fucking kill someone. I, I have a couple of things. Okay, good. I love this. I have a couple <laughs> this is my of things. Favorite. Yeah. All right. It is pronounced often. Not Oh, I often. can't. Often. What the fuck is that? What the hell? Whoever fucking said that? And, <laughs> and people, smart people say it. They say it. The, the president they say often. It often. Well, he's a fucking idiot. Yeah. But, but, you know. And I just say, may I? The man did not, did not write, I have often walked down yeah. the street before. Yeah. It's often. Oh, it, it, oh that, I hate that. And there's other. What about. Um, when they add two words like a guesstimate. It's not guesstimate. It's not a word. It's either a guess or an estimate, you fucking asshole. Yeah. Nuclear. Go fuck yourself. Oh, nuclear. That, that nuclear. Drives me nuclear. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Fuck. So I have a friend that says exactly. Does that drive you nuts? Oh, the T sound? Yeah. Yeah. No, not really. Like mm. exactly. She says exactly. Well, oh. as long as she doesn't say faggot. <laughs> okay. Uh, yes. No, she, she pronounces her T's. Uh, I also don't like... Oh, and I... I uh, the... People who talk in upswings because oh, they're af- they're afraid to commit to what they're saying. Yeah, 
And I, I, I tell this to my fucking students. I said, is it, don't get up there and ask me the joke. So right. I walked in the store. Do you know what a store is? Have you ever been to a store? I mean, and it's... Uh, I think a lot of kids these days do that. It's a, it's a cry for affirmation, isn't it? No, uh, it's a. It, they are afraid to commit to what they're saying because right. it could be taken the wrong way. That's, right. that's what I'm talking yeah. about, being too sensitive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I don't like Brussels sprouts. Not, I don't like Brussels sprouts because you might right. offend the fucking Brussels sprout industry. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but I say it. I say it's as First, bad as saying four score and seven years ago. Yeah. Our fathers brought forth in this nation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know. Um, so that drives yeah, me crazy. Yeah, it's really annoying. And can we talk about Brussels sprouts for one second? Yes, yeah, sir. Why are they now an appetizer on everything? It's like these millennials have ruined fried fucking food. I can't. Oh, the Brussels sprouts with the da, 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 and the fucking kale. Fuck you. Okay, it's potato chips. Yeah. French fries fried deep. Okay. Mm-hmm. There Brussels is a vein sprouts? popping out of your head right because now. Because I can't. What, I can't. Since why you off the pills? Because well, you eat the fried foods. Well, I don't understand. Like Brussels, when Brussels sprouts became like. It's also fall right now, so you might be seeing them everywhere because no, they're in it's, season. Uh, it's everywhere. It's everywhere. Wow. It's everywhere. Really? The Brussels sprouts and the kale. Although I will spice. say, yeah, I hated Brussels sprouts. I did too. My until... mother would boil them. Yes, yeah, same. Ugh. But then now I, I have to say I kind of like them. Sauteed in the garlic. Yes. Well, they smell like farts. But it's like when they're ruining our whole. They're gonna live forever. No, they're not. This <laughs> no? is. I like to tell them. Say, here's what's gonna happen. You're, yeah. you're you're gonna eat all this stuff. You're gonna be very careful. Oh yeah, and then, and the then wo- you're gonna get sick and you're gonna die. Right. And it's gonna happen to you because we are genetically programmed to self destruct. Right. Just and get also, that your head. it's it's what is it? Yesterday, it's what October twenty third right now. Yeah. So yesterday, the twenty second, it was eighty fucking degrees. And you're fucking telling me telling me there's no global war. Like what the fuck yeah. is wrong with you? Unbelievable. Unbelievable. I Don't get me started I, on these young kids can't, today. I, I, and I cannot deal with people who don't believe in science. That Then, right. you know what? You're a fucking idiot. Right. And may I be, may, may I yes, just risk go, being a go. little controversial here? Are you doing that? I, I'm, I'm, I don't want to do that. No, I was actually asking a question. Okay. So. <laughs> yes. You can do that. Yeah. What? What's the deal? Yeah. As a 60-year-old gay man, what is the deal with these straight girls in the gay bars? Oh, what, what the no? hell? What the, it suddenly, it's, I, it's, I, I'm going to, I'm going to be very, I blame Will and Grace. Oh yeah, that's, that's interesting. This is my theory that 10 years ago, 15 years ago, all the little gay boys grew up thinking, well, yeah. I can't be a complete person unless right. I have a straight girl right, on right, my right. arm. And it's, and I don't mind people going out and having a good time, but you know, we're in the we're but in the it's, game. The only, it's the only bar they can go to without the threat of rape. Oh fuck it! That's not so, true. Uh, I mean, they could go to the lesbian bars. No, they can't because they'll beat the shit out of yeah. them. Yeah. <laughs> no, but it's also like in Provincetown. Do you ever go to roof. Provincetown? No, but but it's uh, is it starting in Provincetown now too? I, I can't. I you know I bought a house there in 1994. I, 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 I spend a I, lot I, of time I there. Did not I want to bring you there to perform. All right, I'll come. You will? Yeah, sure. Okay, good. All so, really, hey, need is an act. Okay, so we, you know, it is so straight now because people are like, oh, well, I don't hate gay people, so why don't I go visit? And it's like, no, we had one place, one place, one place, and you know, it. All I want to say is that darlings, and yes, I'm being patronizing yeah. because I'm 60 years old and fuck you, darlings. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You are our guest. You are not the guest of honor. Right, right. You don't come in and have your fucking bachelorette party. Right. Uh, at a gay bar. At a gay bar. Yeah. Can, you yeah, know, that's so. that's appropriation I'll, and it's right. rude. 
I can't take it I, anymore. I, I don't understand why. It is appropriation. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Oh, Ooh. God. Do you, no. Have you ever been to Boots and uh, not Boots and Saddles, uh, um, Flaming Saddles? Yes. No, where I is love that? It's Flaming a bar Saddles. on 9th. They yeah. have a wonderful sign above the bar. It says, it says straight women, no woo-hooing. Oh, I love that. <laughs> is that a gay male bar? It's, yeah, but it's... it's yeah, but you can, the lezzies can It's open in. by the same people I that open lezzies. Coyote Ugly. Okay, uh, let me tell you about me and gay bars. All right. No fuck. I have kids. I haven't been out in forever to a fucking gay bar, and I'd rather read a book. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Sure. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Boots and saddles. Do you know what nice I'm brunch. saying? You know what I'm saying? Ah, so red. I went on this retreat. <laughs> um, I first of all, where people can find you at? Where is it? Rick underscore Chrome. Is that your uh, Twitter? That's Twitter? my Twitter. I never tweet, though. You don't tweet? Just just find me on Facebook or something like okay. that. Okay. Rick around. Chrome. C-R-O-M. C as a Charles R-O-M as in Mary. Um, if you're in New York, <laughs> go see O-Rick. Uh, it opens on the 12th um, the, at the IFC. IFC. I, the 12th and the 13th at the IFC. Um, you're fucking... You are a ball of talent. Oh. You really are. You're just, you got it all. You're like a quadruple threat. Also, if you're not in New York, I'm sorry I'm interrupting, but look up the oh, documentary Rick Chrome, uh, oh Rick. No, uh, no. Look up the documentary after November 12th. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you'll be able to watch it, I think on Amazon Prime, they're gonna have it. Maybe. Well, I don't know, I haven't heard that. I've heard, uh, it, but it's Netflix. part of Doc NYC. Yeah, right. And You'll uh, be able to find it though, so yeah. definitely look it up. He's incredible. Yeah, and you're mm-hmm. beloved. Oh. As I said in the beginning, well. you're beloved. <laughs> People oh, have affection mm-hmm. for you. People think you're talented. Literally. Uh, yes, of course. <laughs> Despite um, the rumors of the. And you're a faggot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, it's all reminiscing now, anyway, yeah. Judy. It's not. Yeah. Thank you Thank for you. coming to the show. Thanks for having me. This was oh so much God. fun. We could talk for hours. I could go. You have to come back. Uh, Will um, you come back? I'll, I'll stay. Okay. All right. <laughs> I'll live in the hallway. All right. That's fine. Um, ladies and gentlemen, the incredible Rick Chrome. Thank oh, you for being here. Thank you, Jude. Um, uh, what else? Do we have anything else to say? I know what we have to say. Go see Newsical the Musical, too. Yeah, go oh. see Newsical the Musical. So on good. 40, yeah, on 42nd so Street. Yeah. Um, seconds. Is it at the Kirk it's always Theater? Always a new show. It's on the Kirk Theater and Theater Row. Um, Theater Row. Um, thank you for being here. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, as we always say, so long! Bye! Don't forget to subscribe to Kill Me Now on iTunes and leave us a great review. Or just go fuck yourself. <laughs> When you make decisions for your company, you always look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing and shipping to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your process to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, books, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart if you sell online, schedule package pickups through the dashboard, and automatically see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers, with rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are, even on the go. 
Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other business decision makers with Stamps.com. Sign up at Stamps.com with code PROGRAM for a special offer that includes a four-week trial, plus free postage, and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.